Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Chat of the Wild. Gaiden. On this season, we are playing through Oceanhorn 2, Knights of the Lost Realm. In our last episode, we went to the Oru Village, and we looked around there, and then some shady stuff happened. Super shady. And that is and that is where we are picking this up. Uh, f- following these, these thieves that stole the emblem, uh, we then... Go and out and the to guy. sort of there because the uh, emblem was being carried by our friend, the ambassador, uh, Iron Talon, right? So yes. they kidnapped him with the emblem. Um, we do go out into a big jungle area, and there's also like a uh, a giant pyramid in this place, too. Uh, this one, <laughs> uh, <laughs> this area, this area was weird just because, like. This is where I started to figure out the item we were going to get. Oh, yeah. It all just kind of clicked with me. Like, I'd seen some stuff before that was like, maybe that's just part of the architecture. Uh, but then after seeing a couple things where I'm like, okay, uh, I, I, I think I know exactly what we're going to get here. And then the way they give you the item is very strange, too. Like, okay, did you guys did you guys get the item before we saved him? Could you? Yes. What? You could. Yeah, so because you in this big open area, oh, I guess you could. Yeah, there there is, and we're gonna get this with the next episode too, with the next item that we get. Um, but the way this game gives you these key items is, it's just kind of like, oh yeah, it's just over there, and it doesn't really like give mm-hmm. you a big mark. It doesn't, it doesn't trap you in a small area. It kind of just wants you to explore and to find it on your own, which. In some ways, I would find endearing, but in general, it's like I could see, like it worked out for me, but I can easily see someone not getting what they're supposed to do, getting lost forever, and like these maps are not, they're they're open enough, but also like not big open areas where it can just be like, oh, I, I haven't gone right. Like I've been going <laughs> up and down the same path over and over again. I didn't go right, and that's everything. Well, it didn't necessarily signal it to you. I didn't realize you could get to Iron Talon without the without the item. I thought you you needed it, but I I think you can. uh, You can't get to the next part without the item. There is a uh, there. There's a a hookable place if you want to say it's the yeah. We I mean we'll just we'll say it now. It's 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 the hook shot. Grappling it's, hook. it's their their version of the grapple hook. Um, it it grabs onto these little ring anchors on there. You can also grab enemies with it. I must have just missed that grapple point because yeah, you get up there and there there's a locked door. But um, also uh, on on our when you go to get the 
when you're around the spot where they keep the grappling hook, there is a um uh, uh a notebook. There's a journal outside, and it's a guy who's like, "Hey, there's a little secret thing here. Uh, I mean, I found this. I, I bought this map in in Lowtown, and uh, I, the map didn't say I was gonna get malaria, but you know, oh well, I guess." Um, but it's written by a guy named Jones and it, and it took me a second for that to register to be like, oh, it's an Indiana Jones reference. Yeah. I, I mean, cool. yeah, I, I, it was the giant boulder thing that just triggered me on that. Well, yeah, that once I thing. saw the boulder, I got in cause I read the, I read the diary first, then got in there and saw the boulder and was like, damn it. Okay. That's what they're doing. So we, uh. Whether or not you have the hook shot, uh, you can get to the area where uh, Iron Talon is being held. Um, mm-hmm. And we, we get this scene where we see the, the, other, the other side of the Oru. Uh, just a, a refresher. They have a, a sort of civil dispute. Uh, and there are two different factions in this town right now that are basically... Basically, where we're at right now is... One side is upset at the actions that we took a while ago, while the other side is is fine with it. And that is the rift that we have right it's, now. It's not that they're fine with this. it. It's that, hey, look, I'm fixing it now. So why are you mad about this? And what 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 they're they're mad about is like one, they opposed the the taking of their emblem from its spot to the white city and they didn't i don't think they liked that but what what really set them off was the fact that um during the great war uh they were on the front lines they had this kind of uh soviet union vibe of like hey we uh we helped out and we got completely destroyed and had you didn't give us any backup and we held the line but no one was there to help us and we gave up our thing to help everyone else. So they're still mad about that. And they've been fighting it over it ever since. There is a group there. There is a faction that is upset with how things were done. And then when us humans showed up, which they did go and call iron tail, uh, like a human loving Oru or something like that, where it is clear that they do blame the humans for the, yes. the misery that has, has wrought their, their faction since uh, the events they talked about before. So then we murder them. And so we... (laughs) Okay, no, no, no. Here's the thing. They're not clear on this stuff because, like, there are times where we go and fight a thing and then they digitize and then suddenly... They're in the evil jar. Yeah. Well, they're they're fine. They're just... They're fine. Yeah. And so it's not clear. So I don't... I'm not going to bother being like, oh, and we murder them because we don't... I know. I know we don't murder them, but... But I was like, oh, okay, we're just going to kill these guys now. And I do the fight. And then all of a sudden, they're basically in the evil jar. They're Now they're in jail, and Iron Talon is not anymore. And it's just like, oh, so we just kind of captured them. Okay, fine. So after we fight the the I Chief, uh, we then do put him into a, the jail that um, Iron Talon was in. And then Iron Talon just basically says, like, all right. You can't do anything else. Now I'm going to finally make my case so that you actually have to listen to me. And he's making it clear. He's just like, this is the reason I'm here. Okay. You just need to shut up and let me do my thing. By the way, 
I've been on your side this whole time, dude. Okay. Like we, See, I'm we here are, to do the thing that you are, wanted to do. <laughs> I'm here to put the thing back that you want back. He, he calls out about like during the war, he respects that what they did and all of that. And that, that, you know, kind of like, we will make sure that you were taken care of once all this stuff is done. And then it's just like, okay. Like we kind of just sort of like, they're like, oh, dang, we were, we were fools here. Um, he also makes then, it clear that the dark times are coming again and we're going to need you to fight again. And this time I um, swear we won't leave you out in the cold. So uh, when we finish this up, uh, they give us the key to the one area that we can now, you know, you could either then go get your, your grapple hook thing or you, if you already have it, you can grapple up to this area where there's a door. Not, the the layout is unintuitive. Um, this has, a, I believe, a lot to do with the maps where, yes, we've said before, it's a step up from what we had previously in Oceanhorn 1 but it does not give you depth at all. And if there are multiple levels, it doesn't tell you at all. It decides that you get the map of one floor, uh, sometimes two. It's basically just, I'm going to guess what they did is after they crafted the map, they took like whatever designing program they were using and literally did a vertical overhead shot of it Mm -hmm. and then made that map where there are things that are on different levels, but if there's nothing above them, then you don't see it or some version of that. Yeah. Sometimes when you're in an interior, there's like a a grayed out spot, like in this next area, we're going to be inside and you can see that there's a chest and you can tell that you can kind of tell it's above you because you can't see a chest anywhere near you, but there's a kind of, it's kind of silhouetted above it. But yeah, for the most part, it's just an overhead shot. Good, good luck figuring it out. I would say before you forget, um, you have another option here. So you can go back, get the grappling hook. You can go forward to the actual Oru temple, uh, AKA the beacon, or you can go and do this little side mission that the game, like, Seems to be completely optional, but the game tells you tells you this there. Uh, when you go back into the forest after freeing Iron Talon, there are like the the mechanical soldiers start showing up, and uh, the dark armies. Yeah, the the the, the dark soldiers start showing up, and you can go mm-hmm. off into one of their their camps. So you can basically go off into this little oh, area. Oh like yeah, yes, yes, yes. It's very Final Fantasy fifteen. Like it feels like, oh, these like in Final Fantasy fifteen you're driving around and all of a sudden the Empire soldiers show up and it's like, All right, fight this all these mechanical dudes and go about your business. That's exactly what it feels like. It's like, hey, if you want to walk over here, you can fight all these mechanical dudes and open some chests, uh or not. I did a I did a lot of sniping. Which mm-hmm. was just kind of funny, like standing on this cliff and you can, if you can get headshots and it's like the, I think it's pretty easy to do that in this game. Everyone moves really slow. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, as long as, as long as when you're holding L1 or the the left trigger to aim and it stays on there, I think it's fine. I I, I get this glitch every once in a while where I'm holding it down and it just kicks out of it for some reason. Um, but I, maybe that's just me. Um, and I spent this whole time just up on a cliff, just shooting them from a distance and taking them all out. And then afterwards, just sweeping around. And it was funny watching them get upset 
because this is not a stealth game and the stealth mechanics do not work really well. They can see you from a, a, a very far away and will just walk towards you. And sometimes even if they don't see you, but you interact with them, like shooting them from a distance, they will then go on a path that comes to you in some way. So I could just, I watched them all on a, in a conga line coming <laughs> towards me, trying to go up the cliff. Also known as a, a headshot line. And then eventually going and just being like, okay, we've looked enough. And then they turn around and then I just start shooting them again. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would it, say, to echo your point, Jeremy, the stealth is weird in that sometimes they see you from forever away. And then other times um, I've like walked up right behind people and apparently they haven't seen me. Uh, but between the like skill shots and the stealth attack bonus like using the gun to clear enemies from far away is one of the best options yeah so that and the grappling yeah. hook using the grappling hook is so fun uh it, it's significantly increased my enjoyment of this game so so okay i didn't mention this before i have a, 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 a i'll say it's a complaint it's not a big deal, but it's something that irks me. And with the grapple hook, um, you have to have it equipped to use, but it's always contact sensitive. Like, I don't yeah. think there's any reason for you to need to equip it because you cannot freely aim at anything. No, no and, I mean, you can't, you can, there are only certain things that you can actually grapple to. But you um, have to have it equipped, and yes. I think it's completely unnecessary. It is completely unnecessary, yes, because I'll, I'll get my bombs out and then get into a fight and be like, where's my grapple? Where's my... Oh, I have to switch back to my grapple. Okay, fine. Fine game. Whatever. And because the shield gets a dedicated button. Exactly. Always. And it's equipable. And it's like, so I think this is this is just a failure on the UI design it fortunately is not like this is not the level of uh Link's Awakening on Game Boy where you're constantly feeling the need where I'm like I have to be in the menu over and over again. I for the most part I've been able to just be like grapple hook is my default item now. Mm -hmm. I don't actually use the bombs nearly as much as I hoped I would given the the extensive bomb use in Ocean Horn 1. It's it's uh, all it, it's because there is like a 2 minute timer when you use a bomb, it takes forever for that. It's not two minutes, if, literally, but it takes forever to regen another bomb. And so really the only the use you have for it is to blow up a wall or something and then go back to your grappling hook. So I've essentially like used bombs in like as far as combat, I basically use them in conjunction with the ice spell because especially for oh. the, the mini boss okay. fights, you can shoot. Uh, or you can freeze one of the mini bosses long enough that you can drop a bomb on them. So I just like shoot them, take the bomb, That's place fun. it on them, and then that does a significant amount of damage. But otherwise, mm. it's pretty useless. I mean, you could. I guess you could do that with the lightning. Uh, well, we don't have that yet. But oh wait, no, we do have that. Yeah, you could use that with the uh, the lightning ammo because uh, shocking someone in, and stunning them with shock. If you try to then run up and attack them, you will then be shocked because you have a metal yeah, weapon. I, I hate it. It <laughs> makes no sense. I hate it so much. I don't like the elements. No. Like, no. I, I was hopeful that they would get really creative with us needing to use the elements. And so far... We we didn't talk about it yet. Uh, just a, to, a sort of a throwaway thing with the ice element. 
on the water. When you shoot it, it creates an ice platform that you can jump on that will sometimes move with a current mm-hmm. and sometimes not at all. Right. You have no control over where it goes. Sometimes the speed is weird. It Sometimes you just have no idea where this thing is going to go. Yeah. Um, and it is it is just odd, and I, I'm just so spend, disappointed with it. It spends an ammo. And so if you mess that up or you put it in the wrong spot or like, okay, well, now I got to do, well, now I got to go hunt more ice ammo down so that I can make another boat. I don't know exactly how it works. There's something weird with the ice boats and ammo because I've had in a section coming up, I've created an ice boat and like didn't make it to the boat in time before it flew off. So, and then when it broke, mm-hmm. a bunch of ammo popped up on yeah. the mm-hmm. dock. And mm-hmm. I didn't know if that you was get- because of something else or because i didn't set foot on the boat or what no no anytime your ice boat melts or is done it will drop like mineral water or some sort of ice ammo right yeah uh so we can go through all that fight those guys get some money get some perks get some xp level up a couple times I got another, uh, like, stamina boost through this stuff, and I'm just like, it's still not enough. It is still not enough stamina. No. After three boosts to the stamina, I'm still just like, why is this so slow? Um, I, I don't Yeah, I don't know why. why yeah, so slow, and why? There's just not enough. There's not enough. I mean, like, I'll I'll do the parry block thing, and that'll just wipe out my entire stamina bar, and then you can't block again after that. Right. So, after we do all that stuff, uh, we can then go to the beacon. Uh, but before we go in, we're going to take a quick break, and when we get back, we will continue talking about Oceanhorn 2. On the Super Nintendad's entertainment podcast, catch us grumbling about the news every Monday on the Morning Dadcast, chatting with industry professionals, and most importantly, teaching our kids just how incredible or horrible 80s and 90s video game and pop culture truly was. All right, what else you got? The Sega Slingshot. <laughs> Don't have a cow, man. <laughs> the blast processing was really fast. Why can Knuckles fly even? Tide prawn dough. What does that even mean? Samurai Pizza Cats. Gabe, we almost named you Guido Anchovy. <laughs> Doing a Belvedere requires a set of low hangers. I'm gonna die! <laughs> right here on Greenlit. Hey, Chris, what's the War Rocket Ajax podcast about? Well, Matt, if we were smart, it'd be about murders, but it's actually about comics. War Rocket Ajax, it's not about murders, but it is weekly on the Greenlit Podcast Network. So we get to this big area, and I I like the presentation of it. But then it is kind of foreshadowing something that this game does, where it's just sort of like, look, we get, we've given you big open areas. Oops, we forgot to put things in them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and this one, it is a long... It, it could have been so much more cinematic, right? They could have done something with the camera or something like that. We do get at the beginning of just a shot of us like coming over this hill, seeing the beacon, and then this long path towards it. Could have done something with the music. Um, but for me, because I'm, I want to explore everything, I wandered around every corner, and there was nothing. Not even a, a bloodstone. And I was yeah. just really disappointed by that. Yeah, I, I, uh, I mean, 
Yeah, pretty much. I, I came out here to get fire ammo. That was about it. I, I had to leave it. It, it when, I, when I finally went inside the beacon, eventually the only thing I used this outside area for was to grab more fire ammo. And and I was afraid to almost look around too much because I didn't know if I would like drop off the side and get put back to an earlier area, which I didn't want at all. This game, so this game saves um, well enough that it's like, well, also I, I think, yeah, I think the, the fear that you have isn't, isn't one to worry about because they don't actually like the levels aren't built that way. Like if you fall, you would just get vaporized yeah. and then go any, back any backtracking in this game scares me. I do not want to redo things. <laughs> so when we get into the beacon, we see it is this, it is this giant, I don't know. It almost reminded me of like a, um, uh, what, uh, I can't remember what it's called now. Um, like a, like a giant sort of observatory thing. Like uh, for for looking at the stars and things like that, um, yeah, telescope and or, yeah, planetarium. There, there are these signs that are strange. Where one just basically tells you uh, this is the hall of the bird goddess NATO. So this is like dedicated. They they have dedicated it to their their god. Uh, but then there's a sign that says a thing that's like, um, go over to this area to find your thing to go up more. And then there's a sign beyond it that says like that other sign was like half lying to you. It's, and it's yeah. like, what does that mean? The... And the third sign is like, go check the third sign. No, well, so no, the, the first sign tells you obey the owl statues to go, uh, to climb the tower. And then at that point, it's the classic, like, I forget what the name of the riddle is, but it's a, a classic riddle where you have three things. One's oh, lying. Liar's Paradox or something? Yeah, it, or... like you have to figure out which one's telling the truth. And We've so been doing a lot of that in Zelda games lately, and I'm not, I'm not happy about it. Yeah, basically. Yeah, my least, I've, the, I'll say it again. It's my least favorite puzzle. The, the second owl statue says, hey, you got to turn this crank that's like 30 feet behind me and Mm -hmm. really you just have to look in front of you and there's like a lever that you can hit yeah there's not multiple levers there's not like oh one of these levers is is the wrong lever it's there's one lever and it's Mm -hmm. like the 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 it telling you to go 30 paces northwest means nothing like it doesn't mean anything at all well well, no because like it's it's kind of dumb because, like, the platform that raises up looks like a crank, so it looks like you have to turn that platform. But really, I didn't even think about like it did not look that the way to me. It didn't even process it in my head. Well, it's got like, the the fire power emblem on it, so I'm like yeah. shooting it with fire, and like this isn't doing anything. We're gonna get a lot more of those things, which yeah, that is just a hint on what to use in the area. Not yes. not saying that that's an actual interactive point. Uh, yes. It's like it's reminding you, hey, you have a spell. You should pull that gun out. Take a look at stuff. Okay. Uh, yeah. So we get up to there. Then yeah, because there's the fire. I was gonna say there's the fire emblem. That uh, we have the fire emblem. Three houses telling us to go and shoot <laughs> these other torches here, um, and that opens up another thing. This one was just kind of weird because you get into this big area. 
And you can see all these other spots lining the wall that are like, that's a platform over there. There's a treasure chest up in this area here. How am I going to get to these things? And even when you have the grapple hook, it's like you still can't get up to those things with that. I looked around forever just trying to be like, what what do they want me to grapple on here? But you end up unlocking a door on the floor. And this is like, I feel like it's counterintuitive. We're, we're dealing with owls. We're dealing with fire flying creatures and then we get in this giant tall tower and then we go down mm-hmm. um well i couldn't some... find the switch that they wanted me to the 30 paces switch i still didn't see it and so i thought maybe 30 paces behind was on the ground somewhere like ooh, we fooled you it's down here and so i did a couple loops saw nothing ran into the most hardcore centipede of all time who wrecked my face constantly and I chased him around for about 10, 15 minutes trying to... It's like the stupid Ganon worm at the end of, of uh, Wind Waker where it's got a weak spot on the end of its tail. But it, he, he moves so fast and it's so tough to get him. I just ignored and him. <laughs> by the time I, I thought maybe I had to do something with him. So I killed him and it was like, no, you killed a thing. That That's it. Good for you. Nothing happens. So Here's that was XP. a waste. Yeah, those things take way too much damage to kill. Way and then, too much. Um, I think the first time I fought one, it just never aggroed on me for some reason. So I just kept grappling to it and hitting it and then grappling to it and hitting it. And that's the only okay. way I could catch up to it. Yeah. But yeah, you, you hit the switch. It opens a door down below. Uh, we go into this area where... This game is still weird because I don't know. We're probably going to get some twist reveal at some point. BC's talked about like the alien stuff, but then there is this mix of old advanced tech that we see throughout this and we get into here and then we meet a new enemy type, the guardians, Mm -hmm. which are these stone humanoid looking things. But then we just find like computers as well. And we get into an area that has this really dumb puzzle where it has these three switches on the ground and you have to get all three people to stand on them at once. And that will open up a, a, a sheath uh, tube thing that's above you where there's an electric node for you to pull out your gun. So as that goes up, you then need to do your gun thing to connect the whole things before the sheath comes back down again over it. Right. And if you don't notice that it does not, you don't get a cut scene that shows the thing coming up. You could be standing on it and being like, I have no idea what this switch did. <laughs> And it's and I, weird because there are other instances where it does show you a cutscene when you hit a switch mm-hmm. and it opens the door. And Unnecessarily so sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> and the big thing is that the if I, I don't know which uh weight you stay or which switch you stood on, but I stood on the center switch and I had my teammates on the on either side. And if you're standing on the center switch, you can't actually see the thing that opens yeah. up. And None so the of the only switches. reason I knew was because I started the puzzle. And if you look at the sheath, like when it's closed, you can kind of see the electric sparks coming out of it. And I was like, oh, I bet this thing opened up when I stepped on the switch and I just didn't know. See, I, I thought it was weird because I I did that, too. And I didn't know what where where's the third one? Like, this isn't working or I didn't know that there was one hidden behind it. And I'm like, why isn't this working? And then I moved everyone around. I left the room. I came back. And then I ended up standing on a different switch than I had initially. And 
that switch, uh, so it, it, then there was a different pylon that was covered. And I was like, oh, these switches are covering pylons because all the switches are underneath this like semicircle, um, plat raised platform. And so doesn't matter which one you're standing on. None of them, uh, they're all obscured by the platform. But yeah, you figure that out. And then there's also just another unnecessary thing where there's this door that's freaking out, closing, opening and closing. Yeah. That it's not like you have to, you don't get damaged by it. No, like, really? It's not like it comes down and hits you. No, no. You just have to like push up against it and then just run through it. Yeah. But like, why is it doing this in the first place? It's not like the rest of this, this dungeon is like broken or anything like that. You know, it's it's a weird. It's not like that's the theme that this this tech is screwing up or anything. It's just a door that's freaking it's out. Just Everything nom, else nom, runs nom, just fine. Nom, 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 nom. Right. I thought maybe there that if I had because uh, I saw it up there earlier, freaking out, and I was like, well, maybe if you know we're all standing on these switches or I do this, it'll stop the door. From pre- no, you just got to move through. Uh, and that's the key when I saw I... my first guardian. After that, and was like, okay, these are things. Uh, one of the things I forgot to mention is that when we got in here as well, we were tasked with uh, getting the three orbs back to here to Orb. unlock the door. So we go in we go in different directions here. Um, this is a dungeon, puzzle. essentially. Yes, yeah. The shrine. The these are the uh, the I uh, did they say shrines? I I forget what they call them. beacons. Beacons. Yeah. The beacons will be our dungeons in this as and, well. And what we um, what we have to do is that we we. We can put you could put the emblem on the spot where the emblem goes, but unless the beacon is activated, the emblem yes. will do nothing or or it won't react with the spot or or what it, the god that is living inside this emblem won't be happy. He's like, I don't have my socks on. I'm not comfy, and you got to put my socks on. Uh, one of the other orb puzzles is. There is one of these heavy orbs at the bottom of like a flooded area. Mm-hmm. I spent way too much time trying to figure this out, and mm-hmm. it was just like, "Are you kidding me?" Yeah, I just had to yeet it up to the level. Yeah, I was yeah. that was you it. Just that was it. Chuck it up there. That was what? it. What the hell, game? So mad. It, it was so mad. <laughs> there's a switch that you can tell either person to like hit it and to like, and they will raise and lower the water. I tried to put it up on like those wood blocks to be mm-hmm. like, will those things float up with it? No, no. I tried to make Just a, go down there an ice, toss it up. Uh, you know, an ice platform on the water. That wasn't a thing. No. Yeah. Just throw it. Just throw Just it. Throw it. Yeah. Uh, and one of the times I, one of the times I threw it and it disappeared and I'm glad that I knew cause I actually looked at a walkthrough after a while was like, what do they want me to do? walkthrough i watched someone play a video there are no walkthroughs of this game anywhere um this is your walkthrough this is your walkthrough this is all you get and uh and so i knew that that was the thing i was already mad about it and i threw it up there and it disappeared and i'm like if i had just thought to do this like oh this seems like a good idea and it disappeared like that i would have been furious because that was the answer and i would have been like oh i guess that wasn't the answer so out. I'm glad that didn't happen. Sorry, BC. Go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say I, I thought maybe you could get one of like the the crates in the area to float. So I was mm-hmm. trying to yep. set it on the crates, yep. but it'll just roll off when you try and like get onto yep. the crate. And then I was like, can I throw it on top of the crates? Wait, can I just Hi. throw it all the way up there? <laughs> <Just throw it. laughs> 
I had not considered that because I don't throw things in this game because in order to throw things, you have to go into first person shooty mode and, and yeah, so there's, I don't, yeah, I don't do that. One of the other orbs, uh, it takes you through this. There, there are these floating platforms that you go through this maze. Yeah, um, that's I, the I last say one. maze. I say maze lightly. It's it's just sort of a spiral kind of thing that you go through, and then when you get there, it activates the laser shooting things that we had in the first one. But this one, I don't know. It it doesn't it doesn't follow you the way that the other ones did. No. It has it. Either, it will go. It will change its direction that it's going in but it will only stay in one spot, either going clockwise or counterclockwise. And if it sees you, it will just turn going the other way. And that's mm-hmm. it. So it was kind of like, I don't know. It was hard to figure this one out, like in terms of, okay, do I hide over here? Do I do all that? And then just suddenly everything just lined up where I was like, oh, it's just not even going to hit me at this point. Mm-hmm. Like I, I can just, walking. I just go all the way back. Just keep walking. Yeah. I actually just, Took a hit from it and then just kept going. Did you drop the ball? Uh, I I made sure to do it on a like I knew it was going to hit me, so I got onto one of the solid uh, platforms okay. and just put the ball okay. on the ground. Yeah, because once again, I was terrified of dropping the ball. Because even if it's like forty five seconds of of reach retreading my steps, that that is too much. That's too much for me in this game right now. Uh, after you get all of the orbs back on there, it opens up a door that you go through and then that takes us back to the main area that we're at. And then you can access a computer though. You don't access the computer. You step on a switch in front of the computer. Like it's not even, you're not even going up there to do anything. It just is like some set dressing to be like, how do you turn your computer on? Let's play pretend that we're playing on the computer. And then you just step on the switch there. Um, and that raises up the, the first like lifting platform that we dealt with to go up even higher. Uh-huh. You go up on there. And then I thought for sure, cause they, I left this dungeon with a treasure chest I couldn't reach. And I'm just like, I don't know how to reach that thing. I, I don't know either. And specifically Jen will point out, Hey, this area, like the main pillar goes up higher. You should check your map and see if there are treasure chests. And mm-hmm. I tried to figure it out and I couldn't and I was like, all right, well, either, you know, Jeremy or Brian are going to figure it out and tell me what was in there or I'm going to get up there and it's going to be a 50 coin treasure. That's why I didn't hate, try much very hard. I'm going to hate myself. So I just teleported on to the end of the dungeon. I'm going to throw out a, a, a prediction or something. I'm, I'll say at this time. These are the these are the things that I thought I was going to get as items later. I thought I was going to get something that was going to bring stuff bring stuff up out of the water. Uh, we had seen treasure chests in the water before. I thought I would get something to, to oh, bring them okay. up or something like that. The other thing I have, uh, the other theory I have, is that we will get something that will let us either double jump or float for a certain amount of time using like our stamina or something like that. Okay. Those those are the 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 two things that at this at this moment I was theorizing that I'm just like this is why hey I mean hey I've got I, it is I, it is a cliche for me to say that we're going to fly at some point. <laughs> That's like if you have listened to the series long series yeah. long cliche. Um I mean 
I think I don't see any problem with that until you say the word using our stamina. <laughs> At which point I'm like, oh, that's not going to that's not going to last very long. Yeah, but again, it's not to go very far. It's right. Yeah. It's not to let it it's not to get us to like fly up to the sun. It's it's right. keeping us grounded in in some sense, yeah. but I think it would be <laughs> something that lets us go a bit further in the air to like jump or to glide or to do something like that. That mm. that is my theory at this point. Um another a weird thing that happens though, so after we get back to this main area and we do all this, either you go talk to Iron Talon. Yeah, he becomes yeah. a shop. Why? Uh, okay. Okay. Um, I mean I did buy some health packs that I even- immediately did not use, but yeah, you had a no. sign and uh, everything. I, I've I've spent money a couple times at shops and just gone. Yeah, I didn't need to do that. I don't know why I did. I did it on accident once, and I regret it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I th- it's just but, weird. He's just he's sitting there, and he's just like, "Yeah, I'm selling stuff right now." And I'm like, "What? <laughs> I don't understand why." All of a sudden, and and the reason I was down there was I think I I think I fell or something happened, and because I, I was trying to get up higher, and I'm like, "We got to get to the top, right?" And I fell. And then that's when I noticed that the the middle had raised up a little bit and had opened up into this like magic pool, and I was just like that that must be the energy. I bet if I fell down there, I'd die real hard. Right? Yeah. There's <laughs> nothing. Okay. So this is what happens. The reason I went up to Iron Talon is because either Jin or Trin uh, went and said we should go talk to Iron Talon. And oh, I'm like, okay. Okay. Maybe he's gonna have something for me. Yeah. No, I mean he does. For a price, it's not necessary. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't really help any other way than that. I yeah, I'm constantly asking these people, like walking up to them, being like, "Do you have anything new to tell me, please?" And they're just like, "I'm gonna wait here." Yeah, they they're they're only slightly useful, only only just slightly. Only slightly. Um, they hit switches. They hit switches. Oh um, no, no, no! I meant the uh, like the ambassador. Like, at, oh, like he, well, like, sure. I'll be like, okay, now what? And he's just like, hi, how are you? Would I'm you like, like to buy some hearts? I'm gonna go wait for you at the inn. Um, um, cool. Do you have anything new to tell me? Uh, only that I'll still be at the inn. Okay, cool. Thanks. So Brian mentioned earlier uh, that there is a thing that opens. <laughs> That is just this giant. It looks just like you know a uh, uh, endless Certain white death. pit. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna hard disagree with both of you here. Uh, one, <laughs> it looks exactly like every teleporter that we've seen in this game. Two, okay. they told us that we were we were opening the teleporter that takes you to the top of the castle. Oh, okay. So, okay. Uh, or top of the beacon. Right. So yeah. But you jump down there, and then some trippy stuff happens, uh, where we sort of fly in. We sort of invert ourselves, and then like fly upwards. And the next thing you know, we're up at the roof with a with a glass floor, looking it's, down and everything. And I was like, "That's kind of cool." It's Stone Tower. You, you turn it upside down, and you 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 fall down to the top. Would you Pretty say much. we turn the beat around? Turn the beat around. <laughs> Love to um, hear percussion. I just this, think of Brack this, now. 
this leads us up to the the boss area. Um, we go outside to the top of the beacon. We get this like cool shot where it pulls up at the top, and this is where we are fighting Chora Tuk. The Lehan Tuk. Um, it's a firebird. Firebird. I liked I liked this battle. Uh, you know, it was kind of glitchy at times. Oh yeah. Um, but <laughs> in theory, and like what it was going for, it reminded me of the one battle in Twilight Princess where yeah. oh. you're using the the grapple hook things yeah. to like climb up those climb up stuff and to drop the bird down and then you slash it. And I was like, I re- that was one of my favorite battles in Twilight Princess, and so. This is this is echoing that in some ways for me. So I was like, yeah, this is cool. I like it. Yeah, Chat Chapface pointed out he's like, this is kind of a mix between the uh the Eagle Tower and the 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 Twilight Princess fights uh kind of mm. mixed together. I I thought of uh Ari and the Secret of Seasons, that final bird boss that we chased around uh the map for a while. The one they spent all and... the money on? Yeah, the one the, the one boss yep. that they really tried for. And then later when the boss uh, will shoot tornadoes at you and when I was having a seat my character was having a seizure on the ground. Um because did this happen to either of you? Nope. Yeah. Oh, uh yeah, like he I don't remember gets, tornadoes. He gets stuck in an animation to where it looks like he's standing standing up but sideways because I'm standing there and following the bird around, but I'm on my back. And and I'm like shaking and just moving around, like floating around on the ground. And because of the way he's looking, his um, um, his pupils are like off in the top corner of his eye. So all you Ooh. see are cornea, and it's just it looks like like my like you know, get, somebody get a wallet, like put it in his like come on, he's having a did seizure. You the, did you get the Ben Drowns version of Ocean Horn? <laughs> 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 so at that point, I was like, "Never mind, I take that back." The Ari fight is better than this. <laughs> I I didn't have any problems with glitches or bugs for the entirety of this. It ran smooth, smooth as silk for me. I feel like as as smooth as this game gets. Like I don't, sure. I would never call this game smooth, uh, <laughs> but it's yeah. I didn't have any. I liked when you know. For me, you mentioned tornadoes. I didn't see tornadoes though. That was one Basically, of the things. Did you get tornadoes? I didn't see him. He'll, he'll fly around. No. He'll do the breathing fire thing for a while, and then one of the like, then he'll move into the middle where you can grapple onto his back, and then start attacking. You know, I guess we'll describe that. It, it, it looks like the the tumor things again. Where... These looked a lot more interesting than they have in the past. Like I feel like they, these were so much clearer than they've been before. Uh, something about it where I was like, just stuck out to me where I'm like, I, for some reason, understand this better than I have in the previous ones where I'm like, why are these things on them? Where I'm like, okay, this looks like actual like corruption on it or something. Yeah. Like yeah. It, it, it looks like something out of a, uh, like a Metroid prime game where it's just yeah, like this, yeah. this looks like, yeah, corrupt, awful something or other. But so, yeah, it, sometimes though he will, instead of waiting there in the middle for you to grapple to him he will turn and shoot a few little tornado things at you and if you get if sometimes you can get caught in them because i've gotten hit i'd get hit by there's like four or five and i'd get hit by a couple of them and be fine and then the last one would hit me and all of a sudden i'm in glitched out land 
Yeah, I think because I kept the high ground throughout almost the entire thing. I, that, I, it happened to me while um, I was up there. I just didn't see a tornado. Like, as soon as the second the X would appear, I grappled onto him and hit him mm. a bunch of times. And then he would fly back up and then would just. I only ever got that one cycle. Yeah. You, the cycles are. One of the cycles can be he either waits for you to grapple or he does the tornado. So you just probably got that dice roll, baby. Yeah, I, I never encountered the tornadoes. I will say, okay, I, there was one weird thing, and it was just that I never fell off of him. So he was flying See, around. And I feel like the game didn't intend for you to still be on his back. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, okay, I got to make sure I grapple back to... There are at least grapple points that you can go back to the towers. Yes. Because mm-hmm. I was worried that you can I fall was going to fall off and die and have to restart the entire fight. Yeah, that definitely happens, and it can happen. It restarts. Uh huh. The whole thing. It could happen to you, <laughs> which is why he has a sliver of health left. In my, you can see it on the vod. He's got a sliver of health left, and I'm up there doing my glitchy thing, and I'm like, I swear to God, Terry, if you fall off this tower and I have to do the whole thing all over again, I'm going to kill you. Like, I will just spend the rest of this game being like, no, I didn't play the game. I was finding new and interesting ways to destroy Terry. Uh, you guys can keep talking about it if you want, though. So that would have been the rest of the game for me. Um, but, yeah, there, there is you can if you hop off the bird once you grapple to him, because you'll hit him once and that will injure him with all the tumors that are all over him. Um, and then you can get on the ground and just, just go to town on him, or you can stay on his back, which will make it easier for you to just grapple back to the top. So we go and slash him enough. We beat him, all of that. Um, it's, it's still weird because like the, we don't get anything for beating them. We're not rewarded with anything. Uh, we don't get another heart container. We don't get an item. We don't get gold. We get XP. That's like that is our only reward. Fair, uh, yeah. The you know a challenge says, oh, you you beat them or something like that. Or I think even the challenge is for returning the emblem. Like it's it's not even for defeating that creature. So it's like it feels it feels odd. Like I, but I think that has more to do with what we expect because we're playing so many Zelda games, and it's like if it doesn't follow this formula, it's doing it wrong, which isn't which isn't fair. I mean, I but assume still you've gotten weird. plenty, Jerry. I mean, how many heart? pieces have you gotten jeremy because i've finally gotten another actually i think i maybe i've gotten two heart containers but at the time of this recording uh we have recorded two episodes we we've played through two episodes at this point but i have seven i have seven full hearts right now okay i've got like five now i think and i just got how many hearts i have i'd have to check have to go to the tapes yeah (laughs) so after we go and replay tommy after we go and uh, return the emblem, the Oru have a discussion, and it's just the most basic sort of thing where they're just like, Freedom! you know what? We're going to set everything aside, and we're going to work together for a bright new future. Freedom! One nation under groove. Under NATO. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, so this is where we're going to wrap up this episode. Uh, for the next episode, we're going to go and talk to the Gilfolk people and play through until we get to the entrance of the Utheka Beacon. So do or, all that there. Utheka. 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 Or, or, or we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that. Mm-hmm. 
do all that, find some collectibles. There's a lot. And then we'll meet back here and talk about it on Chat of the Wild. Guiding. Guiding.